All right. Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Cincinnati, Ohio. One more hour and I'll be home. Close my eyes and rest my bones. Can't be more than a mile or so from Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to the Hunt for Reds October podcast, episode 26. Hey, I remember this time. Uh, I'm your host, Coop, and uh, tonight, making his... Hunt for Reds October debut. Woo at Woo the Reds. Woo, since nobody knows who the fuck you are. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Woo. And I'm on Twitter. And that that's about all I got. Oh wow, that's a great introduction. Uh, I know. <laughs> we also have uh Burmy is on again tonight. Burmy, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I want to give two shout-outs. The first one, obviously, to Ram, at UncRam. Follow him on Twitter. And the second one, uh, to my friend Aaron. Her and I were drinking before this, so I told her I'd give her a shout-out. All right. We also have Polly. Polly, here's the thing. Thing, Living the dream. I'm back at it. DL tree be well. Feeling healthy. Drink your water, kids. <laughs> <laughs> we also got Branch on tonight with us. Branch, how are it's awesome. I now can fully confirm that Woo the Reds is not Marty Bremen. Now that I've heard his voice. I, I can't yeah. believe people actually thought that. But there was a minute I thought that. There was a I minute. Was like, yeah, I was like, I <laughs> never thought you were Marty. I would never have Tom as my child. So no. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Well, That's fair. And, 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 and probably here's the thing. I put out on Twitter on the uh, Hunt for Reds October podcast uh, Twitter page. That whoever can identify Marty's burner account will get a front row headline appearance on the podcast, and no one has been able to figure it out yet. What the fuck is up with that? I don't know. I've spent way too much time. I mean, I'm I, not even kidding. I, it's a conspiracy theory. I think. Uh, yeah. At first, I thought it was that Mr. Redlegs guy because he's all cranky and hates pretty much everything. But apparently, that's not him. It's not him. Because he cheats during games, and there's other things that isn't just by him. Yeah. Chris Welsh tweets during games. Yeah, but it's not it's not Mr. Redlegs. Um, what if Marty is just uh, you know trolling all of us? He probably is. Yeah, he probably is. It's probably gonna be some dumbass account that follows five people. He learned yeah. it from Vado, didn't he? It's it's probably some dumbass like bitter Reds fan or something like that. <laughs> Did the Reds win? <laughs> it's an egg account. It's probably a picture of his dog. Kathy or a motorcycle. When, when you're old, it's like pictures of dogs, or you're sitting in your car getting ready to give a hot take. Is that a cat? Yeah, that, that's my cat. Pussy and waffles, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. Why don't we uh, Why don't we get going here on the podcast? The I don't know if you all know this, but uh, Major League Baseball has a uh, draft, kind of like these other leagues, where teams get to pick these players and then they get to pay them a bunch of money and they get to play for them. I don't know if you all knew that, but that's what how it works. Uh, and the Reds picked forty players this week. Burmy, other than Nick Lodolo, because I think we've had that beaten to death with 
the national writers, the local writers, the other podcasts. Sure. Of the, of the players the Reds picked, who are you most looking forward to seeing? I kind of like this Callahan kid, and I know that's probably a very popular take, but he kind of reminds me of a right-handed Adam Dunn in a sense that he has all that raw power, and I would love to see what that can do in Great American Ballpark. So that's the guy that I hope. What's his name, Reese Hines? He's the second Is that correct? Rounder, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the second rounder. Yeah, and I know that he plays shortstop, third base. He can end up in a corner outfield, you know, maybe – take over for Vado at first place when the time comes. But um, I'm really excited for any kid <laughs> that can absolutely match the ball. So, Well, and uh, some somewhat breaking news, John Heyman of wherever the hell he works for uh, reported that uh, Tyler Callahan signed for $1.5 million. That's double slot, basically. Mm-hmm. Really high. Yeah. Uh, That's fantastic. As uh, Doug Gray tweeted, shout out to Doug, slot value was 710 thousand seven hundred and he signed for 1.5 million so and i'm thinking reese hines is probably going to sign over slot two because uh, he's committed to yeah, yeah he is yeah so branch and he and some seniors in the last in the oh, last yeah. few rounds yeah yeah, yeah. You, you draft a bunch of college, them five thousand yeah. a piece, a piece. You, you draft a bunch <laughs> so. of college seniors and like oh you want a big bonus <laughs> fuck off yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So branch give me your thoughts on who you excited to are you excited to see uh pretty much the same as as, as brm uh the callahan kid i mean anybody can launch a ball 400 and some feet yeah i'm down with that <laughs> so sorry i know. i said callahan and resigns i got confused I it's, it's yeah yeah, but 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 Hines is is pretty 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 special too. I met you know, and the re- and the rest of these guys could be like you know, eh, who knows? Yeah, you know, it it was what it was. It was exciting us draft us getting like you know a hundred green, but it was what it was. Paulie, give me your thoughts. I like the I like the two left handers they took the Evan Kravitz guys out of Rice and then uh, Wadola of course uh, with their number one pick at TCU. They're both left handers. They're both over six five. They're they're huge. Uh, Kravitz's numbers this year, 3.24 ERA and 14 starts and 108 uh, struck out, wait, 108 strikeouts in 83 innings. That's pretty damn good that's for his first year in his starter in college. That's decent. I think that, like, that's pretty good. And out of Rice, too, that means he's well coached. And then the, those coaches are well. I like Rice as a college baseball team, too. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's I like good. this, so. Hey, hey, woo. Who uh, who who were you excited to see of the uh, Reds draftees? You know what's great about the MLB draft is that realistically, no one matters outside of the first round. So um, maybe second round, you know, here or there. So um, so if you're taking the first round away, I don't really have anyone outside of Hines because he won a home run derby, and that is the most important thing in Cincinnati. So mm. I, I like that pick. I mean, I think that plays well for the future. So well. <laughs> Something's funny. That's evil. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm gonna go all the way. How, down. On, how on brand is Wu already? Holy shit! All right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go all the way to the 22nd round. First baseman out of Texas Tech, Cameron Warren. I want you to take a gander at these numbers. Uh, he started at JUCO at a Seminole State, where he hit. 57 with 16 homers and 80 RBIs and 200 plate appearances. But he started the last three years or last two years at Texas Tech. Last year, his slash line was 354, 448, 667, 13 homers, 65 ribbies. Uh, walked 31 times, struck out 21. 
He's a college senior, so he's going to sign for something really cheap. But he's somebody I want to keep an eye on that could, you know, a couple years down the road, maybe have a cup of coffee or, you know, if it works out, maybe get to be a bench player or something. You never know. So he's I your like sleeper. Him. My sleeper. Chairman Warren. But what's his, what's his WOBA? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. I don't know if it was just like a like a like a oh he's he's a hometown kid because he went to UC but I do like that uh, the the outfitter they took from UC oh bump the bumpuses yeah yeah sons of bitches sons of bitches bumpuses sons of bitches hey you know that kid that kid's tougher than shit you know it and he's got a bunch you of hound dogs you go to school having that having that name yeah you're tough he's got a bunch of hound dogs well I saw too. I saw that video of him taking batting practice and he looks like a like a smaller guy and he's just cranking you know mm-hmm. dingers to right field that was impressive what kind of uh, video are you watching alright Blue would you watch uh, Bumpus crank himself <laughs> no but Burmy will so he's got us covered <laughs> Burmy thanks Burm <laughs> hashtag pervert I don't no, know he, Bumpus what, yeah, there was a video of Bumpus hitting the hitting ball from their outfield off that uh uh, the building at UC that has like triangle windows or like the weird windows. The like he was hitting the ball windows. off that building. The fifth third arena. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, did. I didn't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, no buildings up there. I got lost in that building one time. That was really scared. Scary. You mean the place where the Buckeyes go and win? Have they ever been to UC's campus? I thought they played at Paul Brown. You fucking idiot. Talk about the basketball team. They went down there and beat them last year. Oh, nobody cares. Oh, jeez. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about that. Uh, Wu does. I know Wu does. Don't bring it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wu's just got. They they have to play in Paul. They have to play in Paul Brown because it's the only way they can fit all the Ohio State fans and watch. That's true. Well, I mean, half of Cincinnati is Ohio State fans, so. Also true. People don't like to hear that, but it's true. Guys, half a half a half a Huntington, West Virginia is Ohio State fans. They're also <laughs> Cowboys fans. There's also they're also Cowboys. We don't fans claim those and fans. And Yankees Sorry. fans. Nope. <laughs> we don't. We don't. And and claim here, those fans. And here's so. the here's the thing, Polly. Shout out to my uh, Louisville friends. Half of Louisville is Kentucky fans. So that is true. See, suck on that, Jay. Shout out to them. <laughs> everybody. Follow him. Everybody follow Jay. ADHD <laughs> theater. <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> so, our next Owl. topic. Please hot box in the laundry room. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, Not uh, tonight. Our our next topic is uh, so the Reds they've uh, they, they've not been what we what we would call good as we approach the trade deadline. Should the Reds be sellers or? Should they stand pat, or do you give it some time, see if they turn it around? My opinion, and I'm going to go first because it's my podcast, so fuck all of y'all, but my opinion is it's time for the Reds to sell, and sell hard. So all of these guys that you can, they're on one-year contracts, with the exception of Jose Iglesias, because I think he could be the shortstop for the next couple years, next to titties. Did Did that hit you in the fields branch? Not a bit. I, I was thinking about that before we got on this podcast, and that's exactly what I was thinking. Sell, nope. sell everybody but Iglesias and sign him. You know, I really want to see Lorenzen gone. I really, I really want to see Rossi dealt because you know when it comes down to that final hour and people still need a closer, 
His numbers haven't been perfect, but by gosh, they, the other teams will give up the farm for him. Yeah, he, uh, he should have been dealt last year, but he should have. Uh, about the only people I would not give up are Suarez, uh, Amir Garrett, and Nixon Zell. Burmy. Yeah, I mean, what you say, sense, I would have liked to see them try to go after Puig, especially with the season he's having right now. If he's willing to take like a three-year deal, which I know that's asking a lot, obviously he's going to look for more. Um, if he was looking for a three-year deal, I would love to keep Puig. I think he actually really enjoys Cincinnati. He's been nothing but great. He's great with the charities around town. He's you know great with fans. Um, but if the right opportunity you know arose, then that's fine. Deal him off. Um, I like the Lorenzen take in the sense that yes, Lorenzen has been down this year. So if, if there's a suitable buyer, Lorenzen has a lot of value, not just because he can play the outfield too, but I mean his stuff in general is very good. So if there's a buyer, great. Um, but I agree 100. Um, percent You know where, with where they're at right now. You kind of have to be sellers, and I know a lot of people don't want to hear that because they're only five, you know, five games under 500, um, as opposed to where they've been the last five years, which is depressing. But yeah, I totally agree. Well, and uh, I agree about Lorenzen because apparently Jesus has forsaken him. Uh, woo! <laughs> Give us your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you got to look to make the the smart deal, but I mean, the offense, you know, until recently has really been in the tank. You know, a lot of those one-year contracts that we've got, like Puig, or, you know, we haven't seen Wood yet. I mean, maybe you can uh, trade Rourke. Who you know. are you, Todd's wife? Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I'm just saying, like, where's the value there, right? Right. If you're, right. If you're someone else on the other end, what are, what are the Reds going to get back? They're going to be a value to build for the future. Um, you know, a lot of that, all that offseason getting the one-year deals was built upon the idea, hey, they'd have a good or above-average season for the for, as a player, but, you know, a lot of players have been struggling, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, so, yeah, I, I look to sell, but it's going to be, I think, difficult for what they've been performing to date. Now, a lot of players, you know, depending on the team and the situation, maybe they'll oversell, uh, overbuy, you know, especially for a closer. I, I can definitely see moving um, at least yes for that. You know, I, closers are a dime a dozen, in my opinion. But I, it's going to be interesting, especially with the, the new – the, the the new deadline and the format of it of it's going to be it's the first year so I really don't know what to expect as well in terms of how other clubs are going to behave so you know I think they should sell but smell smart I think um, smell smart too smell smart yeah that would work it, I don't know a lot I think the next next the next three weeks are going to really decide a lot in terms of which direction they're heading you know as we mentioned they're only six back I'm not overly um, bearish on on them. You know, making a run for the playoffs or anything like that. I think you know, at the beginning of the year, I felt at 500 was sort of the goal for the season. So, yeah, I just let's just see what the next few weeks play out and, and take it from there. Probably, you're they're going to have to be sellers because they've bitten themselves in the ass the last five years not selling. I mean, it's now's the time, and and if they don't, then I'm going to really question the front off again. You know, it, it's it's a matter of timing. Timing's everything in baseball or, or, or with trade deadlines or whatever, but it's the timing's now, and they have to be sellers. So whoever it is, it has to be purposeful and it has to be for the right price, I think. Well, a better price than what they can get. Well, and honestly, outside of maybe Iglesias, Tanner Work is probably going to be the easiest to move. Somebody's going to be wanting to have a fourth, fifth starter that can give you six of quality starts. I mean, I, yeah. I, 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 
I was going to say something like out of the out of the. I don't know. With Scooter coming back, do you think they could deal him, even though he hasn't played it all this year? He's got to prove he's healthy. He would be a deadline <laughs> kind of trade. That's a good day, deadline. Okay, yeah. that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking too. But our luck, he'll uh, like one eighty. Come- yeah. Like everybody, if he, comes, sw- if he comes back swinging hard, then yeah, they, they'll be able to move him. But then they won't want to because I'm one of my biggest fears right now is them is Scooter coming back and we finally get the streak to race the one and eight start, you know, and yeah. that makes them question it. And it's like, oh, but this is just the streak, you know, because uh, if they erase that one and eight start with a you know a, a an eight one run, you know it. It changes things drastically. Well, I also think that I, I also think that um, this for, this off season, a lot of money is coming off the books, regardless of if they sell or anything. Right now, yep. I'm curious to yeah. see how that plays into their decisions because you know a lot of things can be addressed with free agency if you have a lot of money to throw around, even at Cincinnati. Um, so I, I just think that it, it's going to be very interesting what the front office does. Uh, because you know, they got a lot of flexibility, even if they don't make a single move, they let people walk. Um, yeah, I mean, when you think about that, you've got the Homer Bailey slash Matt Kemp money coming off the books. You've got $10 million each in Puig, Wood, and uh, Scooter. You also have $2.5 million or whatever it is for uh, Iglesias, Rossiel, or not Rossiel, uh, Jose Iglesias, if you don't re-sign him. You're, you're talking about $50, $60 million right off the bat coming off the books. But is this team going to be willing to spend on like a long-term deal? Probably. No, there's going to be no long-term deals for a long time with Cincinnati. I think they can their lesson with Votto, but it's kind of worked out to their benefit. Um, they bit themselves in the ass yet again with the, not signing Cueto and signing Bailey to a long-term deal. So I don't think you'll see a lot of long-term deals with the Reds anymore. Maybe two, three-year deals, four-year deals. I don't know. Way. See, I, I can see them being scores. a lot different with Senzel. If Senzel plays, I can see them, like, hey, let's give him a six, seven-year deal type of thing, locking him up. If um, Senzel's willing to I, listen. I, well, correct. Yeah, I'd be kind of pissed if I was him, too. Um, I kind of feel that they're gun-shy on the pitcher side. You know, I, I'm a big believer in getting back, you know, we talked about the draft earlier. I'm a big believer in draft hitters, trade for pitchers, that kind of thing. <laughs> I, I, and I think... I think that the front, I'm just guessing here, obviously no one knows, <laughs> but would be a little gun shy of handing out a big contract again to a pitcher. And, and it's more comfortable with the, the I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Go ahead. I 100% yeah. agree that giving big money to pitchers is risky. Giving big money to hitters is less risky. Yeah. And, and like the deal they, they got with Suarez, I mean, that was just amazing. A steal. That, that's just a steal. Every day. It's insane. Yeah. I don't think you can count on that kind of steal, though. With every sign, especially uh, with the games they played with Sinzel and his uh, his service time, I just don't see him giving any kind of discount. If he was, no, I see his no. dad remembering that. His dad seemed rather pissed about all that stuff, just I, based on his Twitter activity. Right, <laughs> I I think that he's going through arbitration. He's probably gone in five years, six years, whatever it is. So you basically have a six year window with Nick Sinzel right now. So. If you do sell off at the end of this year, then you got five more years of your. Uh, that's your window. If I could talk. <laughs> well, it's the same thing that the Cubs are going through with Chris Bryant right now. He's going to walk after this. Oh yeah. This year, 
Chris Bryant. Yeah, you know, for sure. He, is. he still brings up when they played with his service time. He's probably going to one of the LA teams, though. We, I know we've talked about that in the past. I would, I would be pissed off too if I was a ball player. Heck yeah, you're taking money out of their pocket. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Hey, I, I didn't know if you all noticed this, but have you noticed how much more professional it is without Phil on here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're like. I don't know. Let's give it time. Let's give it time. There's a Polly who has the um, masturbatory heavy breathing that kicks in every now and then. No, that's Branch. Uh, Branch. That's yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and, I, and, and, and I'm so right, so. <laughs> but are you ripping cigs? <laughs> uh, I'm about ready to step out in the porch and do it again, yeah. Yeah, all I got to say is you. <laughs> Mute, mute one? Yeah. I've already smoked one and I'm muted through it, so you're all good. <laughs> uh, well, at least we don't have like, like rustling papers and whatever the hell. That's usually on. feel. Is he always looking for a job? He apparently, he's got another new job. Shout out to okay. Phil. If, if you want to follow oh. somebody who gets their ass kicked by old men, follow Phil. Yes, <laughs> I don't know what the numbers are. But. We should have a Phil versus Marty. Battle Royale at the end of the year. Marty would win. Yeah, Marty, Marty would, would win. win. So, like, let's let's do it. <laughs> I've got one thing I would like to get everybody's opinion on. Yeah, one, go ahead. Should probably put it in the group. Uh, how's everybody feeling about Pete Rose spouting off again? Yeah, he could go fuck himself. Uh, I, I mean, I it's just it's like, gosh damn it. Say? He was on smoke in his book, and he he actually said he that you know read. he's he's the reason that that Johnny Bench is in the Hall of Fame. If it wasn't for him what? being on base all those times, Johnny Bench would not have been in the Hall of Fame. He said that in the past though, before Phil? Pro- probably, and it's just because he's pissy because Bench is like, well, he shouldn't be in because he gambled on baseball. Statue limitations <laughs> is why he's not in prison, so. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if I'm just, I just want Pete I... to go fuck away. Why can't Pete just go away? Well, and here's, he, here's he the go thing. Away. Here's the thing. Pete, if he's responsible for Johnny Bench being in the Hall of Fame, he's also responsible for the about half the team pregnancies in the state of Florida. Oh, yeah, that's true. Girl. Yeah. yeah because yeah. Pete Rose is a pedophile. I'm sorry if you don't like to hear that as a Cincinnati Reds fan. Pete Rose is a pedophile. Shout out to Doug Gray. <laughs> yeah. What, is Doug Gray a pedophile? <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> Damn it, Burmy. I'm just kidding. I like Doug. I'll hear about that later. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I want my hot take on Pete Rose. Uh, Hot take. I want to hear it. Other than the fact, long time since a fucking hot take. Other than the fact that he's a pedophile. Here's the thing about Pete. Probably here's the thing. Here's the thing. Not only should the Reds take down the Pete Rose statue, they should. Take down his number. They should remove all references to him in the Hall of Fame. Because why do you want to associate yourself with child rape? What happened at Penn State? They tore down Joe Paterno's statue, and he didn't. He was one, you know, diddling the kids. That was Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, well, at Penn State they major in minors, so. <laughs> it, it all gets back to the big red machine is the worst thing to the fan base because it was before free agency and now all that just oh my with God. modern yeah, day no. fandom of for the Reds. And and the thing is, is here's the thing, Paulie. If 
if Pete Rose just wasn't a scumbag, I could look over the whole. I don't care about the gambling. I don't care yeah. about no. about using amphetamine thing. I don't care about any of that. Yeah. He had sex with girls under the age of 16. Well, uh, he was married with kids. That's just not acceptable to me. Yes. Well, I, what's, what, what's really funny, he... too, Koo, is, is that, like, you know, it's all these, you know, crazy old people that defend him. And even if, you know, you want to say whatever you want about the children, he's still an adulterer. That yes. Should, that should still be awful in your yeah. eyes, regardless of, you know... Well, they can't prove it in court. Well, you know, you don't have to prove it in court to be a fucking pervert and a pedophile like he is. You can seriously just look there and go, he cheated on his wife all day. Like, that's just that's just as bad. Well, it's not as bad. Yeah, I don't know if it's just as it's, bad. You know, okay, yeah. let, let me rephrase. It's still fucking morally awful. Is that fair? I mean, yeah, I mean, there's some people who don't have any problem with that part. Um, I understand. Pardon me, I totally understand what you're saying, but what he did he did so many awful things morally that aren't gambling that like i just don't understand the people that come out and defend him and defend him with such zeal like that he's yes. god why he played the game the right way i mean guys well, he was also pure shit at the end of his career and just was doing yeah. it to get you know counting you know right. yeah because you're fucking nostalgic about your childhood my childhood was ken griffey jr he was always hurt you know, but at least Griffey, you know, did do any of these that we know of any of these awful things. All he was was hurt, which he, he obviously can't control. And, so, and fans turned on him for being yeah, hurt. They did. Which is, it, you know, that's unfair to Griffey because all he ever did was just try to play the game. Oh, but hey, let's uh, let's Here, celebrate the fucking pedophile. Yeah, here's exactly. The here's the thing. Here's Guys, the thing, probably. Cincinnati, unfortunately, is still a very racist town. Or a backwards town. They're behind the times. Mark Twain said it. He said you know, the world would end and uh, Cincinnati would uh, happen 20 years down the road because they're so behind the times. Like, I don't, the, I don't you know, know if that was the exact Griffey. quote. I don't know if that was that exact quote. It is not. It is now. It is now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So say it, Paul. But Burmy, but, but Burmy, like you said, Griffey was her favorite player growing up. Yeah. He was injured and people turned on him. That's true. And I honestly think that's his race a little bit. And there's a Pete Rose thing because he's a West Sider. Oh, he's a good old boy. Oh, you know, uh, he hustled. Oh, no, he hustled. Those motherfuckers yeah. on the West Side, unfortunately, I'm sorry. I might lose some followers, whatever, but are backwards. They're just totally wrong about about everything. The way they go about life, the way they think about life. They all think Pete Rose is a saint over there. And it's pathetic, to be honest. My first, my first live game was my two favorite players coming away from it as an eight-year-old. Were Barry Larkin and Ken Griffey Jr. That, I mean, those were literally my two favorite players. I watched them on TV for a couple of years, and then I got to see them live for the first time, and it just, you know, confirmed that they were my favorite players. And Griffey just stood out above everybody else. I loved Ken Griffey Jr. I still do to this day. And I think the way he was treated with the vitriol that he was treated with because of things he couldn't control is absolutely asinine. You're talking about a generational talent that was here in Cincinnati. Yeah, he mm -hmm. was hurt. But when he was healthy, his first few years, when he was healthy, you saw the talent. Yeah. He was surrounded oh, with absolute yeah. dog shit, but you could see the talent. Yeah, they gave him no pitching. They gave him no pitching. What He Think was fucking Jimmy, Jimmy Haynes and, Haynes and uh, Joseas Manzanillo and fucking... Corey, wait, hold on. I got one for you, Coop. Corey Little. 
uh, <laughs> Corey Lytle, who nine delighted himself. But <laughs> I mean, it's true. There goes the marker. Zero days since nine eleven joke. Got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I don't know about you, but we don't forget nine eleven here. Never forget. Never. Never forget. Nope, never forget. Hey, want to hear a joke? No. Knock, knock. Who's there? 9 11. 9 11, who? I can't believe you forgot 9 11. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said 9 11, woo. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, a lot of people died. You Wait, is woo gaffer? Woo. The only thing. Is, is, that, sounds, that, that sounds legit. The only thing. It, who, Blue is Gaps Gapper? Is, Blue, the only thing Blue Gaps is Todd's wife. Oh. Shout out to Todd. <laughs> shout, shout out to Todd. Hey, um, I, I didn't uh, send out any quest for uh, questions, so nobody sent any. Uh, how would you like to do a little bit of Today in Red's Facebook the live reading? Yes. Live Ooh. reading. Ooh, are you excited for the live reading of Today in Fa- Red's Facebook? You know what? No. Thank you. <laughs> Form. I love it. Hey, I'm not going to go in depth on this one, but uh, if you go to the account and look at, uh, I think it was it last night or this morning, where uh, there's like a, an actual like Grand Wizard in the KKK was uh, saying that all oh, that holy shit. Like, <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Do you no, guys like, actually? Do you guys actually think that was real, or do you think that was like a troll account? It was by Todd. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, fuck. Um. I don't know it. His account looks pretty legit. If you don't know, uh, the and Reds. I, uh, I didn't go to his actual Facebook page because I really don't want to be associated with that. But I looked at it, and my first thought was, "That's got to be somebody to get r- people riled up." But at the same time, there are pieces of shit like that on Earth. So, so if you, it's been deleted. They now. all live in Pittsburgh too. Exactly. Weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, did I tell you my new uh, nickname for Clint Hurdle? Anal cancer. No. Anal cancer. Uh, but, Anal cancer. It's <laughs> fitting. But uh, there was a post that the Reds did on AJ Bumpus, you know, and his hounds that when he got drafted, and this this guy goes talks about how he's too small and he doesn't look like an athlete, and then you click on his profile and the burning cross and him in like a KKK outfit. And yes. It was deleted, so that was good. Thank. You. <laughs> Shout out to Lisa. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still curious Lisa. how I got unblocked from Reds Twitter. I'm really it was curious probably, in that I don't know, but I'll take credit for it. Uh, <laughs> so there was a post about uh, Scooter Jeanette. Uh, it was two. It's the two-year anniversary of him hitting four home runs. Well, was that? It might have been yesterday. Anyway, that was uh, today. Oh, it was today. Mm-hmm. I should have known. It's D Day. It is D Day every year. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that's how Scooter uh, remembered the troops was to hit four home runs, but uh, Brian says, "What a patriot!" This is this is on the post. Brian says, and he doesn't play all next season. Typical Reds fashion. Player has a great season. Player gets paid. Player gets hurt and stays hurt. Oh, was glad two. Scooter didn't get paid. Well, Brian, that was two years ago, and he's a free agent after the year. So, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know how baseball. He doesn't understand how baseball works. <laughs> Same thread. Jared says, "When do Hal Morris and Reggie Sanders become available?" I don't know what that's about. 
the Reds Hall of Fame? What? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Reggie Sanders should be in the Reds Hall of Fame. He no doubt, yes. Uh, yeah. If you all don't know, the uh, game yesterday was uh, rained out, and uh, there was a post about that. William says, this is a great opportunity for Dummy Bell to rearrange the pitching order the way it should be. Let's see if he's smart enough to do so. I doubt it. Okay. <laughs> How Man. can you do that exactly? Right. I want to skip D. Scalfani in the, in, in the room. Like, okay. David says, bunch of babies, because they don't play in the rain. Um, <laughs> yeah. Justin says, I can't stay sober all that day. <laughs> uh, that's not bad uh, respect justin respect yes then there was a post uh yesterday uh, when joey Votto uh had his on base streak extended to 20 games dustin says only took eight weeks wonder how many one-run games could have gone the other way had the 25 million dollar man done his job at the beginning of the season don't bother oh commenting my God. don't bother commenting i don't care what your opinion is <laughs> so I have a Joey Votto question. No, <laughs> that sounds like him. We're, uh, we're going to yeah. cut that because he does not get a mention on my podcast. Go ahead, Woo. Okay. So when do the Reds need to uh, start playing the Votto replacement? Gotta be soon, right? Nah. I like, would... not 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 like not not as in replacing him, but planning. You know, the next person who is going to be your primary first baseman. You want to hear my hot I... take on that? Go ahead. Jonathan India. Here's the thing. First base? The DH is coming next year. Yeah. It's Lord, I hope so. The Reds are going to look like the smartest baseball team in history when Votto just has to hit the ball every single day for two, three years. But he hates it. We still need somebody to play first base. So, so I know, I know, I know. I like the Jonathan <laughs> India. What oh my titties? god. Oh, I what don't. About I don't. They, what about Tiddy? Are you recommending they bring back Scott Hatterberg? Yeah. Well, I would think they'd move I would think they'd move Wayne. I mean, you're assuming that Tiddy's is going to be resigned after he's, he's got I, one more year. Uh um, What about Jesse Winker moving to first? That's that what looks, I think would happen. Yeah, that makes some sense. Um, yeah, it sounds great. I mean, you can't run. We got we got to have a place for Chamel soon. So left field. And Tremel, Tremel's projected as a corner outfielder. Yeah, yeah. It looks like he's going to end up in left anyway. Well, and uh, if you don't re-sign Puig, then there's another spot open. Titties. Titties. Yeah. Titties. Okay, I, I like him, but I just I don't see. I like the. It seems like a flash in the pan. Your face is. You think well, so? That's kind of how. That's how I, I mean, feel about Jose Iglesias too, but. Not not so much a flash in the pan like a one season. Like he, I mean, he's had some some solid numbers and stuff, but I. But if you play him every day, will it? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I feel that way about Jose Iglesias at the plate. I can see that, but that glove plays no matter what. No, I 100 yeah, percent agree. Yeah, he's, he's a better. He's a, he's a much improved version of like a Billy Hamilton. Yeah, you, know, you yeah. respect, respect yeah. the plate, and you're willing to live with it because of his glove. Yeah. Well, he's yeah, and and you know when I watch Jose Iglesias play, it does feel like fool's gold at the plate. I mean, how many? Oh, it it is. How many Texas leaguers is that guy had this year? Like, you know what I mean? Like that that doesn't that doesn't translate into four year success. It translates into you're having a year where you're BABIPing the opposing team to death. So, mm. some breaking news: Alice Keuchel signed with the Braves. The terms have been released. 
It's a prorated one-year, $20 million contract, which means he'll be paid $13 million the rest of the season. And he what? He will start, yeah. and their AAA team Gwinter Day. Better than the Yankees. Yeah, thirteen million though. Thirteen Jeez. million. I had so, about that. I, are I don't even where where are the Braves in the standings right now in the East? I knew you were going to ask that. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they are currently at one point five back. They're thirty three and twenty eight. I think okay. it's smart. They have money. They have money. Everyone's got money. That's not the problem. Yeah. It's that nobody like, wants to spend it. Yeah, that, that's. I, I just don't see. Uh, this, oh, they're going to avoid. Like everyone's like, oh, they're going to avoid a strike. I, this shit continues. There's no way oh, that they're no. going to. There's going to be a strike. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> definitely going to be a strike. Woo! That'll be okay because the Jackets are going to be making a run to the uh, Stanley Cup that year, so we'll have something to watch. What year is that? So I can pay attention. Twenty twenty one. Next year is not going to be pretty. Late breaking. Yeah, we'll uh, another breaking news. Uh, sponsor of the podcast, uh, Callie, uh, Cincy Sports Gallery. Go there for all of your uh, uh, Pete Rose memorabilia. Uh, Callie, <laughs> Callie has this tweet, and I don't know the context. We'll find out later. If I had a nickel for every time I got the response, but does my dick still work? I'm dude. I could retire four years ago. <laughs> Speaking of which, what, uh, when's the uh, the DM podcast happening? It'll probably be. Maybe another week or two. We we may have a actual guest on next week. He was going to come on this week, but he'll, of course, drop the ball. Damn um, you, Phil. Damn you, Phil Reese. And I don't want to uh, to uh, say who it is in case it falls through like Juan Castro did. Uh, yeah. But... <laughs> it's a big name. Shout out to Juan it's Castro. It's a big, big name. You just make sure Google doesn't have things in the podcast. It'll help your... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Breaking news. Breaking news. Wait for it. Hey. Phil. Oh. Phil. Oh. <laughs> yes. We were just talking about you. I thought this was going to be a professional podcast. <laughs> you're, you're, here. you're here. Phil, you're on with Woo. Phil. Shuffle papers. Shuffle papers. Chuck. Chuck. Hey, you're on with Woo. Say hi to Woo. Oh, hey, Woo. Hello. <laughs> so, Phil, we were just talking about you dropping the ball at our major podcast guest. Well, I didn't exactly drop the ball. He just he was a little late. That's all. You see, he's available tomorrow. Well, is there any reason? Why I'm surprised you got that twice? job. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Phil. Do you want Do you want to uh, talk about some Reds baseball, or do you want us yeah. to insult you for the next few minutes? Well, that's that's actually what I actually like. So, screw the Reds. I like the insults. <laughs> well, I'm not a I'm not a 70 year old man, so I'll skip. <laughs> Phil, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be drunk while we talk. So, well, um, oh, holy God. shit, you're breaking the law. Breaking no, the law. No, there's, there's, the there's, there's no law that says I can't drive while I'm podcasting. What state are you in? In Texas, there's no laws. They are don't carrying, have any laws. Are you, yeah. are you carrying a gun while you're doing this? Because it's totally fine if you're carrying a gun. And in Texas. It's, it's, it's open carry, man. Yeah. And the technicality, Texas is a republic. So yeah. And, room. Phil, seriously, though, while you're in, please don't piss off any old men. They will actually shoot you there. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. I'm, being very, I'm being very, very careful. Fucking Phil. 
We were almost done, and then you jumped on. Uh, <laughs> we got another hour. Let's go. Another hour? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Man. We got like 10 more minutes. Uh, hey, Phil, give us okay. your uh, thoughts on Let's Be Sellers. I think they're within, what, six games right now? Six and a half? Um, as, as long as they're within ten games uh, at the trade deadline, they absolutely should not be sellers. Mm. Uh, doesn't mean they necessarily- so with that logic, like all but two teams sellers, not sellers. Well, I mean, the last four years, they've been about 20 or 30 games out of first So um, at, at the trade deadline. So, but yeah, if they're within ten games, they can't be sellers. Are you bad? Are you based it on this year's new deadline rule, or just because you think that? Let me ask you that. No, I, I that's that is my philosophy in, in baseball. If you're within ten games of uh, of first, you absolutely should not be selling. Vision, not the wild card. Yes. Okay, that makes a difference then. All right. Does, yeah. All right. You can't okay, I thought season. you were saying wild card. I thought you were talking about a playoff. No, spot. no, I'm like every yeah, team no. in Major League Baseball is within ten games of a wild card spot, right? Yeah. The division. No, either nine back. Ah, oh, damn. What about the yeah, Orioles? Close. Orioles have to be. They are. What are they? Jesus. Yes. They're nineteen and a half back in their division. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I'm looking at the AL wires. They don't even put it on the chart right now. So yeah, they no should. Way. They should sell Dan Straley. You know. Here you go. <laughs> Kansas City's twenty-two back in their division, so they could probably be sellers. Yeah, Casey. Uh, yeah, Casey and Baltimore are way better. There's only two that'd be more than ten out of the wild card. Who are they going to sell Billy Hamilton to? Nobody. They might actually sell him. Who take him? It'd have to be I, an American because, League team. Because they got him yeah. I could see a team taking him. That I one see a team defensive him. depth, or something like that trade. Yeah. You know, because you're not going to get a big form return. They want to just unload him. Like pinch, when, when, pinch when, runner kind when, of thing. Yeah, I mean, I could actually see something crazy like um, uh, say the. Uh, Tampa Bay gets cl- is close. Tampa put something out in the trade and getting him because that's just a kind of a Tampa Bay thing, you know. All right, we're going to beat you by one run with Billy, you know, pitch running in the ninth, and it'll actually work out for them because stuff just does. He'll go to the Yankees and win a World Series or something stupid. It will be something stupid. Like it's always something stupid. And then Chad Dodson can be happy. So. Shout out to Chad. Yeah, they uh, Chad and. Uh, this podcast had their emergency uh, draft specials, and I put on Twitter a poll if you wanted us to, as you, the listeners, wanted us to do an emergency draft podcast, and you all said no, so we didn't. It's true. Phil, where are you driving? Well, I tried. To? Phil, where are you uh, Back to my Airbnb. So you dropped... My Airbnb. You dropped do you still hook? have it tonight? <laughs> so did you drop your hooker off before, or... Is she nah, he killed her. Oh, okay. Oh, and also, Phil, if you're driving around Texas, take the Hillary 2016 bumper sticker off your car. <laughs> you know, probably a good idea. Yeah, I'm just guessing. All I right. know. I, the, the only bumper, the only bumper sticker I have is a Walking Dead uh, bumper sticker. Oh, you're fine then. Man. Yeah, it's the shape of a gun too, so it's okay. Oh, hey, guys, my wife's calling on the other line. Let me put you on hold. Oh, no, you don't put the podcast on hold. <laughs> this is why I want him on. This makes Do you all see better. the balls on field? Oh, my God. <laughs> that was the funniest thing for the podcast. Hold on. Now, wait a goddamn minute here. <laughs> Phil, 
Phil. Oh my god. Phil. <laughs> Phil. First of all, you call an hour late. Time zones. Time Then you put us on hold. Did the music play? Did the uh, the hold music? No. <laughs> Phil. What the? Oh my god. I am in fucking tears right now. You put the podcast on hold. It was my wife. Come on, man. Oh my god. Did you tell her about the hookers? I told her that I was on the podcast and I would call her back. I chose Sounds you lovely. over the po- over my wife. Bad move. Bad move. Yeah, yeah that's that not smart. That's a rookie Wait. mistake there, Phil. God. Yeah, go hang up. <laughs> hang up and go talk to her, dude. Oh my yeah. god. Your your biannual sex session is canceled. <laughs> biannual? Biannual seems a little aggressive, but okay. Wow. Bicentennial. <laughs> Bicentennial. Bicentennial. <laughs> Shut up, Todd. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Phil, you put the podcast on hold. I Well, yeah. Just for like 10 seconds. <laughs> like, like, like there haven't been bigger, like there haven't been bigger holes in the podcast than that. Oh, we're leaving that in because. Oh, you said that was fantastic. That, that's the intro soundbite. Phil, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, at least, at least I didn't fart on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't on that one, but I listened to it. I lost my shit. That was so funny. Hey, I lost oh my, my shit too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Phrasing. Uh. <laughs> well, that'll about wrap up this edition of the podcast. Uh, let's oh. let's go around the room here and uh, give everybody their final thoughts. Uh, woo! Since you're the first, this is your you broke your you popped your cherry on the podcast tonight. Give us your final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts. Thanks for uh, having me on. I'm really glad we could uh, further represent the middle aged white guy on this podcast. So. <laughs> Uh, makes me real happy. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's it. Whatever. Maybe I'll come back. Hopefully, I didn't do feel bad. I don't think so. No, no. no you're invited. Invi- 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paulie, any final thoughts? Here's the thing, Reds fans. Uh, another year passes, and I did not get my name called the draft. So, after I get older, another year I don't get to represent the Reds being a ball player. So it's kind of sad, but. Have a good weekend, y'all. Branch, final thoughts. Uh, I really want Jay Bruce to not be like hot this weekend. I mean, I like the guy and all, but I really like to sweep the Phillies. That'd be kind of cool. We need a sweep. Yeah, it's, it's probably, so good. Yeah, it probably won't. You know, happen, uh, it probably won't happen, but yeah. <laughs> Burmy, final thoughts. Uh, I want to thank Wu for coming on. It was a pleasure, uh, you know, conversing about baseball with you. I had a wonderful time. That's great. That's wonderful to hear. <laughs> it, it is wonderful to hear. Um, I also wanted to shout out to the uh, greatest football club in the world, Liverpool, for winning the uh, European Championship. Up the I was going to say that. I forgot, so thank you. You're welcome. Yes. So, Suck that, Coop. Hey, yeah. That's Everton fans, Arsenal fans, Tottenham fans, whatever. Chelsea fans. You all Chelsea? suck. Yeah, you guys all suck. Hey, Black, Blacked out Reds fans never coming on the pod again. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer talk. I mean, he hasn't been on in like three months, so it's, yeah. it's a Reds team that can actually win something. So it feels very weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey. People don't forget. 
Hey, Phil, mm -hmm. you were on the podcast for 10 minutes. Give us your final thoughts. Uh, I'm going to need a recap over what was discussed earlier. Um, so can you guys just go ahead and tell me? Is, you were going over 2020 lineups. Minutes? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm blocking traffic right now. Fantastic. Big shot. Uh, There's an old man behind you. Well, there is the guy. This is high. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's been great this week. Love you guys. Rock Keep on. God damn <laughs> tell my wife I love her. <laughs> right. So my final thoughts. Uh, I wanted to thank Lou for being on. Uh, love to have you back. And maybe we'll actually learn your real name one day. No, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's if it's if it's Phil, I quit. Yeah, we've got it. We got it. <laughs> well, in that case, it's definitely Phil. It's definitely Phil. <laughs> it's not Marty. Not Marty. Yeah. Also, yes. I want to reiterate the uh, Marty challenge. If you find out what Marty's burner is, you will be the star of a podcast. Yeah. Headline. Get to be mentioned first. Get to talk about whatever you want. I really want to be Clutchy McGitterson. That's all. That's all. Did he ever come back? Uh, no, he did uh, not. He's got, he's got 22 followers and all the usual suspects. R.I.P. Clutchy. <laughs> so, for Phil and Lou and Paula e. Branch and Burby, this is Coop saying we'll uh, talk to you later. Cincinnati, Ohio.